Our guest today will inspire, transform, and bring you to tears. The ultimate story of being an overcomer, and yet his mission is far greater than he could have ever imagined. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Carnzula, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking With Terry. Hi, and welcome back to Talking With Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And our guest here today, I am so excited for this man. Nick Strand is an author, professional keynote speaker, life coach, and entrepreneur. Nick started his career in the audiovisual industry when he worked alongside names, including Kelly Clarkson, Maroon 5, Dave Matthews Band, and using his love and passion for his wife has thrived to carry out her legacy. Nick's ultimate goal is to work towards Brianna's dream to make CF stand for Cure Found. Love this. And I have to share this because this was on your bio and I saw this and I was like, I, I can't not share this because I said, the love the words that Nick has on his his bio. And I want to highlight those words because it says driven, passionate, determined entrepreneur, thinker, loving, and happy go lucky. So (laughs) I just have a feeling this is going to be an incredible interview and I just can't wait to dive in with you. So Nicholas, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah. So for listeners that haven't met you yet, but they are in for a treat, just share with our listeners just a little bit more about you. Oh, wow. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, you know, as a normal person, like everybody else, um, we're, we're all normal. We all have our own story, our own journey. Mine starts a little bit early as a kid. I always wanted to be in the music concert tune industry. I figured I couldn't be on the stage. So I figured out that being a video technician was a dream of mine. Um, you know, sometimes you, you're not exactly what you want to be is, you know, being on stage or whatever, but you, as you pivot through, you find what you want and uh, driven, passionate, laser focused. I walked into an amazing career. I didn't walk into, I worked into an amazing career as a video engineer for the music concert tuning industry. So my job is when you go to a concert, those LED walls that show all the video effects and all the fun stuff. I travel with the bands, putting those together and uh, making sure that, you know, 10,000 people have about an hour to, um, you know, remove themselves from life and, you know, be happy. But, you know, that's, that's work. That's the, that's, you know, the, uh, uh, I was going to say fun, but I don't think that's a, it's definitely fun, but that's, you know, the other part of life is fun as well. So, but we all have struggle and we all have triumph. And uh, my journey started in 2012, 2012, I lost my mom to cancer. If that wasn't enough in 2017, I lost my wife of 10 years to cystic fibrosis. It was an amazing journey. It was a, it was a difficult journey, you know, to to lose your two best friends, your two most important people, influential people in your life to figure out how to live again, to figure out how to get through life. 
it was a challenge. And luckily I had road life. I had, you know, my, my road family, my career. And that was about the only thing that felt still together. Um, everything else felt apart and disconnected and confused. So as I'm trying to, as, as I say, you know, kind of like dropping a vase, you know, you have this beautiful, everything's together and it drops and you know what it looked like. And now you're trying to put all the pieces together, you know, with that just anxiety of trying to assemble that again. That's a, you know, that's a beautiful metaphor to, to describe that because it is life the, shattering in a matter of seconds. And I, I personally know the challenge of the CF, the CF, uh, the cystic fibrosis yeah, challenge. Yes. I have two good friends that have children that have CF, and for those that do not know what that looks like, it's it's a it's a hard challenge because, you know, the life expectancy is is not. I think I I think I've heard, and I I could be wrong yep. on this. I think it's like twenty five to thirty, isn't it? Kind of. I think it's going up. Was but- it was now it's up to forty or fifty. Oh. So if if you're a young if you're a young adult, like it's okay. that's great. You know, so yeah. and so just just since we're there, um, a little bit of clarity. CF is a a kind of a salt uh, deficiency. It, it goes deeper than that, but it's the easiest way to explain it. And uh, that salt deficiency is is very crucial in a lot of things that help us in airwaves. So your sinuses, your lungs, um, you know, other parts of your body, uh, your um, uh, enzymes that help eat down your uh, food. Well, those are compromised, and so all of a sudden, mucus builds, and those are the that salt is what was the lubrication for us or for you know the larger population to get rid of that mucus, but they don't have that. So it becomes very sticky. And so what happens as an afterproduct is uh, your lungs and those type of things become compromised and get worse. And so that's why you know things have gotten so much better because as a young kid, the drugs are a lot more powerful. So there's a lot more preserving uh, that's being done, which is just huge. Um, so like for since we're talking about it, especially with Brianna, Brianna was diagnosed at three years old and she was told that she was only going to live till 13. So if you think about that, that was, you know, 1990 being told or 92 or so, but being told, you know, oh, you're only going to live till 13. But if you also think about that, that's, that's a huge progress in a, in a set amount of time. But, you know, kind of with that whole story is, you know, you're, you're stuck with that journey and, and, it's it's a difficult one and we all know it was gonna happen and it it happened and you know now you're facing with losing mom and you're losing uh Brianna and as you sit and go through it, um life was difficult to try to, you know, put things back together. Luckily Brianna was very inspirational. She was very aware and she knew that life was short. She knew that every single day was, you know, possibly her last. Because she was told that she wasn't even supposed to be alive till then. You know, at 25, 26 years old, she's already 10, 20 years past it. So, you know, I'm starting to tear up. I just, (laughs) I just, I, I, I I just, I can't imagine the pain and the, and everything that you must have gone through. And, and yet at the same time, it's this beautiful reminder to all of us at how precious life is. And I mean, and really she was given this, this life and to make the most out of it every single day, right? Like sometimes we take, we take life for granted, right? Like we take just breathing for granted. Yes. Yes. And, and for her, what was 
beautiful. And at the same time for me, who's hadn't been challenged with a disease in my family or anything like that. So in a, in a sense, I was learning all extremely with her, but it was amazing to watch her in the doctor's office as the doctor's like, well, here's four to six hours of treatment a day that you need to be doing. And she was like, well, I only have 24 and I'm only going to give one or, I mean, I, I don't remember. It was like three hours a day to, you know, cystic fibrosis. So the rest of the day, I'm going to actually live my life. And I know that this is what, you know, the calculator says, mm -hmm. but my goal is I want to live today at a hundred percent as opposed to live two days at 50%. Yeah. So that's how she lived every single day. And for me, it was, you know, I, as I, you know, after Brianna passed and dealing with the passing of my mom and trying to just figure it all out, about three years later, I woke up and the left side of my face is paralyzed. I thought it was a stroke. Dr. Google said it was a stroke. <laughs> but as I, as I, you know, finally, you know, got to a real doctor, you know, they, I was, it was diagnosed with Bell palsy and most of it has returned, but I still feel it. Now, what they, what I realized is, if my mom dying wasn't enough, if Brianna and those lessons weren't enough, for some reason, we sometimes have to have it happen to us. And when it happened to me, I was like, oh, my brain, my heart, my lungs, any of that could just go. It doesn't need an explanation. It can just yeah. go. And so that was where I had that aha moment of, okay, if not now, then when? And so I went to go write you know, the book about Brianna and you know our amazing journey and and what we went through and the lessons we learned and as i was writing i i remember looking down and i have a tattoo of something brianna created um one of brianna's things in her life was she loved quotes like she loved quotes and she put them in the on the refrigerator door and it was her way that every single morning you would see the quote and there was probably about 50 of them so there was always one that was going to hit you yeah. At the same time, when people came over, they always loved reading them. Well, when my mom died, she realized, you know, that that afterwards, life sometimes kind of memories sometimes fade. So she wanted to leave a legacy with all the work she's done to be able to help support and and to be such a huge advocate for cystic uh, fibrosis. And so she created the quote: "Choose your attitude, create your life." And so on my inner forearm is that quote in her handwriting. And I remember, I remember writing, uh, typing on the computer, writing this book and looking down and seeing that quote. And it was then when I realized, wow, that's what that means. <laughs> and as I say that, I, I want to tell you right now, like the emotions are coming out of my eye, like eyeballs, like I'm feeling that same feeling, but it's just by a mindset. I had taken all this sadness where I just had felt confused. I felt lost. I couldn't find life. I couldn't find purpose. And just by doing something I had never done before, writing, letting it out, sharing my reality, it was creating a life for me. And as I was doing that, the energy that I felt, the energy that others started to feel, it just became even bigger and greater. And so as I wrote the book, Loving Someone Who's Dying, I, I kept thinking like, you know, the last three years I had a struggle because a lot of it was me having a, to figure it out. But at the same time, it was the people I talked to. 
Yeah. I felt out of place, not because of what I was going through, but because others didn't know how to listen or understand or relate. And so it was, it was very confusing. So then all of a sudden I was like, well, how am I going to get people to actually get the true meaning of this book? And there was a little bit of a pivot that happened where I was like, okay, if I put this on shirts, I can create a message for people. I can get anybody to come into the conversation. We can slowly start coming together, inspiring each other to hopefully soon start talking about what's normal in life that society likes to suppress. Yeah. Death, addiction, struggle, financial loss, all the things we go through, failure, all those things. And if it wasn't for COVID, April 7th, I would have had a, a launch party, but it was actually somewhat of a blessing. It's kind of weird to say, I'll finish this, finish it and you'll kind of see. But so March 10th, I got the phone call that you know my career of going on the tour was canceled. And that's what I was going to use to pay for the capital since I'd already invested in this, you know, this, this mission. And that was when everything pivoted. And I pivoted into fully the brand, choose your attitude and pushing that message to help people get closer and and focus on that. And the goal is to get to create your life, which is the create your which is getting deeper in conversation and learning to become more comfortable with self, emotion, all the things that are real, that are real normal. But society is so afraid. And as one of my other podcasts I was talking to, American society especially is, you know, likes to suppress. But yeah, so that's kind of been this whole entire journey of just, you know, what I've gone through. But at the same time, now we've we've turned it into, you know, this this beautiful message or Brianna it's taken the light and message from Brianna legacy that she created and you know using it as a positive tool to help others while it's helping myself, mind you. And and yeah. And it's, it's such a parallel process, the process that you're doing with, mm. you know, taking her legacy forward, but also the process for you. But it also has another layer of oh. the process that's happening as a mirror of this. Because like you're an onion. Right. I, you know, I was a therapist for 24 years prior to, to doing what I do now. And I tell you, there's conversations that people just don't know how to have. And yes. so it's, it's getting uncomfortable you know, it's getting comfortable with the uncomfortable conversations to be had, to have transformation, to have understanding, to have, you know, whatever that might be, that's bringing what happens in that conversation. And I think there's, there's power in the conversation and, and we never know this just happened. uh, Was it three weeks ago? I was going to the grocery store to buy my daughter some flowers for an event that she was receiving an award for an event. And I said, Oh, just grab some you know flowers and take them to the event. And and I walked in and there's this guy standing there and he, he asked me a question. It was a pr- very profound question. I won't go into the details of it, but total strangers and total backgrounds, different backgrounds, different experiences, different worlds. And yep. we got into this conversation that was pretty, I think diff- it would be a, considered a difficult conversation. And it was the most beautiful thing. So 45 minutes later, I go, why did I come in here? Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it was, and, and, you know, normally I have like cards on me because I love collaborating with people. And, but, and I didn't that day. And I go, you know what? That was, 
that was supposed to happen just the way it was. Yeah. There was no more further conversations. I don't know this person's last <laughs> name. I just know, we just know first names and stuff. And I'll probably never see this person again, but it was, it was just a, a cool divine moment. And there's so much power in having those conversations and what you're doing oh, to take, for sure. take uh, Brianna's legacy and let it, and really let it fly and re- let it soar is, is profound. And it's just, it's amazing. Cause I can only imagine what that journey has been, will be, and continues to be, you know, for you, as you are using what I think that, you know, we all have that deeper inner knowing and using oh. that to our greatest purpose and our passion and, and really helping. I mean, really you're, you're being the light in the world. Like you're bringing oh. about awareness in something that's very dark and heavy and you're bringing it into the light. And I'm just getting chills. You're bringing uh, right? it into the light <laughs> for people. And I just, and and earlier you had said, you know, you, Brianna loved quotes and I found a, a quote of yours that I want to share with people because I think it's, it's, yeah. it's a great way to kind of, you know, start to wrap us up here because I could, I literally could talk to you for all day. <laughs> I definitely want to have you come back on. Yes. And, um, let's do it a part two, if we will. Um, sure. It says, you had said, you know, we all face struggles, but the key to overcoming them is to using the pain as a form of strength and encouragement. And I think no matter what our stories are, what our experiences, what what our struggles have been, we can always use that and use it to our, to our advantage. Yes. Yes. And, and I think, you know, as you were saying that the biggest thing that came to mind is by speaking about it, Yeah. you literally are unpacking and going through and your own, you're doing it yourself to be able to talk about it. So for me, that's one thing that I've, I've loved from it is to be able to do that. And, and like a teacher of mine has always said is, you know, you don't know something until you can teach it. Yeah. So I love the idea of being able to, I've always done that when I, when I think about, you know, whenever I do anything is I love to think about, okay, how could I teach this to somebody so that way I can get better at it? And that's the whole idea is the more you talk about it, the more you uncover it, the more you flip it over. And then all of a sudden it becomes you in the fact of it makes you become better. It makes you become more aware. It makes you become more understanding and it develops you into a whole other person. And it, it's a great thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, and speaking about it, it also it has a disarming effect, you know, yes. because we don't have to, and we don't, and we don't have to always have it figured out. No. And, and it can be sloppy and it can be, but we can, if we have, give ourselves the patience and the understanding and the kindness to say, you know what, this may not have turned out the way we wanted it to, but how do we unpack this and yes. give ourselves permission to, to mess it up maybe, you know, and, and to figure it out. The only reason why we're holding back is our fear of how somebody else will think when you are the one feeling. So you are the one that is in control control of your own feelings. When I say control, I don't mean that, uh, you know, you can, you can control how you feel. What I'm saying is you control the relationship with the feelings you occur that you encounter because by all means, like feelings are uncontrollable. You can't control yourself feeling sad when something happens. That's a feeling that just, that's, that's natural. What you can do, though, is you can control how you react to that feeling. Yeah. And that's where you become empowered. That's become when you become fearless and, you know, having some of those conversations about the normal stuff of death and those type of things are what empowers us and helps us, you know, 
those minor steps get us a long ways. Wonderful. You know, <laughs> I could sit here and yes. conversate all day, which I know yeah. that's been the case for you today. Um, <laughs> and you were on kind of a, an interview tour today. So yes. thank you so much for your time, you. your, your brilliance and your light and your message that you're bringing to the world. And so I can't wait to see, you know, where this movement goes and I will be able to say, I knew Nicholas Wynn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I appreciate it. Um, and so I can't wait to stay in touch with you. And so thank you so much for your time today. And I look forward to staying in touch. Thank you. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do. Click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. Powerful, yes. I'm always inspired by people that have given their all, fallen, and got back up to serve a life of purpose. We all have a reason for being here. Have you discovered yours? Our next guest comes from the small town to a global sensation. Dr. Warnell unpacks the secrets to personal development.